Welcome to the Naked Wellness Podcast. As a qualified nutritionist, I'm here to strip away the nonsense and get down to the bare essentials of nutrition and wellness. Join us as we debunk myths, chat with top-notch experts, and serve up practical tips that will leave you feeling empowered. Get ready to uncover the naked truth about living your healthiest life. Let's undress. Welcome back to the Naked Wellness Podcast. Today, I have a special guest with me. I have Kat Horrocks, and Kat is a mindset and manifestation coach, a speaker, as well as a spiritual guide, which is incredible. She is the CEO and the founder of Put Yourself First, which is actually a global community for women who are ready to take that step in healing and also becoming that highest version of themselves and manifesting their wildest dreams. And I remember reading somewhere that cat you know she helps women to manifest a life even better than they envisioned and that really just stuck with me because sometimes we can have these limiting beliefs but life gets to be as good as you make it so I'm so excited for us to have a chat today and welcome Kat to the Naked Wellness Podcast. Hey thank you so much for having me Michaela I'm really excited for this conversation. Yeah I think always happy to chat fun. about manifestation. I love it. So good. Well, did you want to start off with giving us a little bit more information about yourself, your own journey that you have been on? If one, what like what got you into manifestation and the work that you now do? Mm, yes. Love this question. I'll try and keep it concise. I'm sure everyone says that. Yeah. So I fell into personal development probably in my late teens like early 20s because I was starting a business and I really struggled with confidence I used to be really shy at school and all of a sudden I needed this confidence to like put this business out there and market it and go I was a makeup artist so I had to go to people's house like a stranger's house and like make Mm -hmm. conversation with them so I came to discover personal development out of like necessity (laughs) and it was the classic you know like Tony Robbins that kind of avenue I really discovered spirituality I would say quite far into that journey because I've always been like quite open-minded curious not really had like set beliefs in anything But I would say about six or seven years ago, I discovered classic, like the secret. I think most people's first look into manifestation is the secret and thought like, oh, this is cool, but didn't really see see it happening in my life, didn't actually see anything manifesting. And it was only when I realized that it was, the ma- the marriage of the two worlds like the mindset and the manifestation you need both because I think a lot of people discover manifestation and it's very oversimplified in places like the secret a lot of people have like you touched on there like limiting beliefs or fears or doubts and the reason manifestation wasn't working for me was was because I wasn't bringing that element into it. So it was really when I took that journey deeper for myself that I started to see the results in my life that I had been craving and desiring and wanting to see for so long. 
And at this point, I was starting my coaching business as well. So not only was I, you know, continuing to do this work myself behind the scenes, but I was also helping other women. And what I realized is you can have the biggest vision, you can have the most amazing, exciting goals, but if you don't believe in yourself, you're not going to create that. You know, you're going to self-sabotage or procrastinate or hold yourself back in some way. And so for me, it was really about bringing together the mindset and the manifestation. That's when I saw the magic. And that's what I've seen time and time again with my clients. So I've, you know, always loved personal development, but I would say where I've arrived now with it, you know, when you have those moments, I'm sure you have this too, where you're like, oh my God, if I was young, my younger self looking at my life now she'd be like what the hell like is this real yes for <laughs> like sure. this is so cool mm-hmm. yeah so yeah it was a it was a big personal journey and then obviously for me like I can't not share that magic like when you see how impactful something is I'm sure you have a personal journey with two of what you do you can't see how beneficial it is and not want to share it with other people oh 100 percent, absolutely and I think you can get so consumed with focusing on like what's next or what's the next goal or the bigger picture and always working towards that that it you do sometimes forget to look back and be like exactly what you said like a younger version of yourself or look at who you are in the life that you're living now and be like wow like we're here like this is crazy this is so cool And what you said about manifestation, I mean, I've heard it time and time again from people trying manifestation being like, I'll try it, but it's probably not going to work for me or I'll try it. But like, you know, it just doesn't seem like a legit thing or, you know, they already have all of these preconceived ideas of what they believe or how they think manifestation is actually going to play out for them, which obviously they're going into it already weather reporting themselves that it's not going to work for them because they will have so many blocks right i know that there are probably a lot of people listening to this episode being like what exactly is manifestation because i know that there are a lot of different definitions of manifestation that can be thrown around so what do you say is classified as manifestation what is it yeah always a great question to start with you'll probably hear or have heard manifestation said like thoughts become things yeah I think most people have heard that in some form one way or another and I feel like it's broader than that Mm -hmm. so a lot because that leads a lot of people down this road where they're like oh my god like I'm having a bad day I'm bad at man I'm clearly bad at manifesting because we all have negative thoughts like we all have hard days so if you've been walking around thinking that manifestation is simply thoughts become things that's probably a definition that's not serving you right now especially like you say if you're someone who's like giving it a go and not really felt any different so for me manifestation is the physical creation of something that was once not physical Mm -hmm. so it's taking something from the non-physical like energetic world 
And that could be like a vision. It could be an idea. It could be, you know, even if we're going to get like weird and scientific with it, I I think of like the miracle of life, you know, <laughs> a baby, when you think about it, like there's so much energy involved in something going from like literally a cell to like a, a human being walking around in the world. A manifestation is that creation from cells, from atoms, from energy into something physical. And so how that process happens is simply the energy that is being placed into that creation, which is why thoughts become things is said again and again. But like I said, it's much more, um, it's much broader than that. Because if you think about energy, it's quite a like umbrella term because your energy can be anything from your beliefs, your feelings, your environment and how that impacts your energy, the people you're surrounded with, how you speak about yourself, even on a deeper level things like your past or any traumas you've experienced or your values like who you are as a person all of that impacts who you are your energy Mm. and it's the energy you're placing into that idea or that vision or that goal that is ultimately manifesting it into the physical form that is oh now I've you know, received the amount of money I needed to buy this house or now I've created the the business of my dreams that was just an idea once. So on a simple level, it's taking something that's not physically here and you can hold it in your hand and manifesting and creating it in your reality. Interesting. And so from everything that you just said around it being so many different factors, do you then believe that us as humans even are subconsciously manifesting almost everything that we currently have in our life, whether it's good or bad? That is a loaded question and <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I So I believe we have individual, so we have our individual energy. Yeah. And we also have like collective and community energy Mm -hmm. because there are things that are in your life that are completely outside of your control. For sure. Because they're influenced by other people and other people's energy and people running governments or whatever it might be. And so there are these like huge, horrible things that can happen to people, for example, that no, I I don't believe that that person created that. There's a belief and like a thought process that, and this is getting really woo, like, is everyone ready? There's a belief in especially like shamanism and if you, you know, speak to like indigenous cultures in say South America, that our soul, our you know, who we come here to be on this earth in this lifetime is here to learn certain lessons. 
mm-hmm. and to bring certain things into into light and so there's different trains of thought on like do we create everything in our reality or are there certain things that were tragic or were difficult or we wouldn't have chosen but happened to us because we needed to learn something and you see that in like you know when something awful happens to someone but something really beautiful comes out of it like that person then changes their whole life because they dealt with something really tragic in their childhood you see that time and time again and so no to answer your question I don't think that we manifest everything because we're also being influenced by other people's like the collective energy of society too and other people have free will and so there are certain things that are outside of our control that happen to people and it's not that that person thought something negative and that's Mm -hmm. why it happened Mm -hmm. I think that's like quite a crazy train of thought to go down and I don't really I don't really go there Mm -hmm. I love that answer and I think you know even what you mentioned about where the indigenous communities and how their their kind of outlook on the lesson that we are being taught or if we you know it's something that we needed in that moment and I think even when you think about going back to a lot of the movies that we have out there where there's the hero and the villain right both of them typically come from stories and histories where they have been hurt in one way or another like the hero typically comes from you know an abandoned family or you know something like that and the the villain will always have like a scar or you know they've been abandoned as a child as well but one of them has decided to turn that pain into helping everybody else and the other has turned that pain into well the world hurt me so now I'm going to hurt the world back type of thing and I guess it's also just about who you are as an individual and how you know you individually navigate your way through the different seasons of life that you go through yeah that's beautiful Mm. and so I know that you mentioned for you individually as well that you had to pair the two together the mindset and the manifestation because the manifestation wasn't really working just on its own so do you then believe that you have to do the mindset work first and be in that right headspace and then incorporate the manifestation or can you do the two together Mm, I love this so short answer is you can do the two together because we also can fall into the trap especially in this world of personal development spiritual growth you know, discovery of, oh no, I need, I've clearly got to do more healing. I've got to do more personal development. I've got blocks. I've got this, I've got that. I need to do that before I can be deserving or be available for this amazing thing that I want. And no, like, I I think we can be doing both. And ultimately, like, we're always doing both anyway. So if you think about that, energy is your energy is constantly influencing your physical reality you're already manifesting so a lot of people think it's something that you can switch on or switch off Mm -hmm. but your energy is constantly influencing the world around you and who is attracted to you how people treat you what results you're getting in your career or whatever it might be so that for me feels like 
there's less pressure on needing to manifest, knowing that I'm already becoming more and more a match for what I want. The And yes, the more I work on myself, the more I align my beliefs, values, energy, feelings, thoughts, all of those things to what I want, the more it's going to help. But I don't need to wait to be like fixed or healed or anything like that before I can start changing my life in that way. It's like it's for me, it's always both running alongside each other. Mm-hmm. Cool. I love that. And I think that will be so motivating for so many people to be like, okay, you know, I don't have to do this, all of this mindset work and be in a specific point before I can actually start incorporating the manifestation side of it too. What would you say are some of the most common mental blocks that you personally see that are impacting some individuals manifesting? Hmm. I think there's a few that are quite universal, like most of us have them in some way, shape or form. Mm -hmm. I'm not good enough. It's quite a core mental block or like wound for a lot of people. And that again, when you think of that, that could come from so many different things. You know, most people have experienced something in their life that could have led them, say, as a child to feel like they're not good enough. Mm -hmm. And of course, if you feel not good enough, if you're not good enough, then you're not going to feel good enough to receive that promotion or not good enough to have an amazing partner or whatever it might be that's like on your vision board so not good enough is a big one um worthiness as well I think there's so much most people have experienced some level of like shame and almost like categorization growing up if you think about how how schooling is like it's you're either good or you're bad like you're either a good kid or you're a bad kid or you've got a good grade or you've got a bad grade Mm -hmm. and so this worth that we can we can develop this need to like externalize our sense of self and our worth to external validation whether that is getting the grade getting the job getting whatever it is and of course with the absence of that then if you're not getting the results you want in your business or you're not getting the interviews that you want for that job application or whatever it might be if you struggle with that block you're gonna feel like it's a reflection on you And it's like, again, oh, it's because I'm not worthy or I'm not good enough. I would say those are the two biggest ones that like mess, mess with people's heads and energy and have them feeling like at the root of it, almost like they're looking at this vision board, they're looking at their life, they're looking at what they really want. And part of them feels like they don't deserve it or they can't have it. Yeah, 100%. And I can totally relate to not feeling good enough individually as well. And it's really interesting. And I work through with a coach through it all and doing, you know, a lot of the shadow work and stuff behind it to get to the root of like, why? Where does it even stem from? And it's really interesting when you get 
to the root of it all. And I know for me individually, like I come from a family where my parents put a lot of pressure almost like bless them they were obviously just doing the best that they could and what they knew but it was you know constant to work hard and get good grades and i had i have two sisters so you know it was a little bit of i guess like healthy competition of you know who's getting the best grades who's doing the best in sport all of this sort of stuff but if you fell short it made you feel you know that you needed to do more you needed to like prove yourself almost of what you were achieving and it's just so interesting as a child you don't ever realize it but then in business you know when my business started to do really well i really struggled to accept like where it was or to hold myself at a higher level because i was like you know but is this right for me like am i good enough to be actually running a business am i good enough to be you know doing what I'm doing. And I just think it's so interesting how when you look at where it's come from and how it's actually playing out in your life now as an adult, you get so much feedback and so much light on what's actually holding you back from stepping up to that next level and achieving more in your life. And once you work through that, it's an absolute game changer in where you can take yourself. So yeah, I totally resonate with that. And I think it's so cool that you help like so many other women identify that and work through it so that they can achieve everything that they want to achieve in their life yeah I love that thanks for sharing your Mm. your story with that because I think most of us have experienced it one way or another and the beautiful thing is from a manifestation perspective I believe that there's a version of you that feels like duh like of course I'm good enough of course I'm worthy Mm -hmm. of course I'm living this amazing life or running this successful business or fill in the blank anyone listening and so the more you can give yourself permission to let go of some of that weight that you've been holding on to from childhood or from what people said at school or whatever it might be Mm -hmm. the more you're gonna lighten that load and feel like you can fully receive the blessings that you want to receive in your life and isn't it interesting as well how and this is another interesting thing of manifesting where we can manifest results like we can create amazing results and if that mindset work isn't also happening we can like feel like we can't fully receive it or having you know so many yeah imposter syndrome or even like self-sabotage people Mm -hmm. have amazing things happen to them and then like they unconsciously block it and mess it up in some way for themselves because that part is still there feeling like no this life we're not the person to live that life we we deserve less than that or that's too that's too good to be true like there are so many ways that we can we can do that which I find really interesting it's so interesting and I see that play out time and time again with so many of my clients in the fact that they you know get to this point where they've gone x number of weeks without binge eating and then they're like oh wow I've gone like you know three weeks without binge eating and the next minute they will like go through a binging episode and they come back and they're like, I don't understand what happened. And it's like, what was the thought process behind it? Because you only just realized how far you'd gone without it. But then obviously you've gone through this mindset of, 
well, is this really possible for me? Like, how have I gone this long? I feel like this isn't me. This isn't the version of me. Like, because they might have been binge eating for years upon years. And so they go into that self-sabotage because it's comfortable for them as much as they don't like it. it it's what they know and what they revert back to. So it's so interesting then peeling back the layers on that specifically and getting to the root of why is the self-sabotaging there? You know, why is there that part of you that wants you to, to stay there and what can we do to kind of like unravel that and get to the root of it all yeah and so there's so much happening in someone's unconscious mind and I imagine it like there's a ceiling because there's a capacity that your mind has of who I am what I deserve what I do like even habits you know binge eating such a a like a storm because it's a habit and it's all this identity stuff is wrapped in it and probably a lot of past pains or traumas involved and so the unconscious mind I describe it as like your unconscious mind is like 95% of you and is creating 95% of your results And so people are trying, let's say, to do surface level manifestation, like affirmations or something. But if that unconscious below the surface is like, no, I'm a binge eater. I've always been a binge eater. Part of me thinks I always will be a binge eater. That that part is going to win out over over like trying to desperately trying to stop doing something. And we forget as well that that is manifestation too. Like your unconscious mind is manifesting because it's trying to maintain that status quo, like how things have always been, even if our logical mind is like, no, this is awful. I don't want to do this anymore. That's the weird thing of self-sabotage and and those kind of behaviors as well. It's so interesting. And there's that quote of what the mind believes the body achieves And I think that it's so powerful in this instance because it's almost like you go in whether reporting yourself. If you go into a situation where you're like, I know I'm going to binge it, I have no self-control, I've never done it before, like I'm no good at this, you've literally just whether reported how that event is exactly going to play out because that's what you might believe. So your body is going to almost like prove you right. Whereas if you can even just start to change that pathway in the mind, you might find that the situation and the story plays out entirely different right mm, yeah I love that mm-hmm. so when it comes to individuals you know feeling like they are aligned with their values in their life what would you say like what is the key difference like how does somebody firstly pinpoint that maybe they're not living a life that's aligned to their values and then what could they start to do to slowly change that to actually live a life that's more aligned I love that question for me a big a big part of my work is intuition Mm -hmm. and getting people tapped back into their intuition because most of us are disconnected from it you know even taking that example from before of like get good grades work hard like so many of us are conditioned to want certain things because of external sources of like a parent or a teacher or society or whatever and so we're taught along the way to disregard 
that like inner voice and internal guidance system and with manifestation and creating your dream life that internal guidance is like google maps Mm -hmm. it's telling you what the next step is what the next turning is and so many people don't listen to that and don't trust it and don't act on it either because they're disconnected from it and they can't hear it they can't you know people will say I just don't I don't have clarity I don't know what to do I don't know where I'm headed next or they hear it but they're they're so scared to act on it because that voice might not make sense it might go against what their parents would have wanted for them or what you know we see this time and time again like someone's life looks amazing on paper but internally they're like imploding because Mm. they're like oh this guy's good but like I just don't know if he's the one or like this job is okay it's good it pays well I should be grateful but I know there's something more out there and we get scared to make those decisions based on our intuition when other people might be like you're crazy like what why would you choose to leave that situation or whatever it might be so for me a big part of starting the process of getting into alignment with what you really want is learning to to listen act on and really trust your intuition and if you want to get started with this but you are struggling right now let's say you're someone who feels disconnected from it start small Mm -hmm. like start as small as possible and how I describe it for most people is it's like it's either a feeling a, a a vision or like a knowing we all have our own ways of like accessing our intuition Some people feel that a decision is right. Some people might see themselves in a certain, going down a certain path, making a certain decision and they see the vision of it and they're like, I can see myself doing that. Some people have no idea where their intuition comes from. It feels like it just drops in, like like you've downloaded something. Some people obviously hear, hear their own voice in their head talking to themselves or whatever so getting to know how you access yours is a really great first step and then taking moments throughout the day to feel or see or just tune in to what what feels like the next step what feels like the decision that's going to be right for you and it sounds silly but it could be as small as like what is my body what does my body need today what self-care practice do I need today or if you're at the gym what exercise feels good today is it more rest is it more like um gentle is it a nice walk outside is it a hit class there are so many things that we can do to strengthen our intuition by listening to our body listening to the signals that we're getting to lean into a certain decision because the more you do that the more you spend time with that internal guidance, the more clarity you're going to have on what you actually want to do to change your life and how to 
how to step forward, like how to take the next step. Mm, Absolutely. I think that's so powerful because it's so easy in life to get fixated on what everyone else is doing and what everyone else is achieving and what people think you should be doing and the path that they think you should be going down that I think a lot of the time for a lot of people we always live outside of our bodies we live pleasing everyone else around us and doing the things that we just think are meant to be done and for me I grew up in Melbourne in Australia and the culture that I felt in Melbourne, it's very much like there's a lot of pressure to go through the motions of life, right? Like you go to primary school, you go to high school, you go to university, you get a degree, you get a nine to five job, you buy a house, you marry someone, you have a child. And that's like, that's the cycle. And of course it works for so many people and they love that type of lifestyle, which is great. But for me, I wanted something completely different. I didn't want to be in a nine to five. I didn't want to, you know, stay in Melbourne for my entire life and kind of going against that that grain of what everybody else thought was like the right path to go down, I did get pushback and I did get, you know, feedback of, is this right? Maybe you should go into a nine to five, maybe you should have a safer job, all of that type of stuff. And I think it's it's really easy to get consumed by the voices of everyone else and to, to look at what happens if this doesn't work out as well. If I do go out on my own and I don't go down that that route that everyone else is, what happens if it doesn't work and that fear comes in as well. And I just think what you're saying about tuning back into yourself and being like, you know, your your own individual self is giving you the signs of what your life can actually look like and what it truly desires and what it truly wants. And if you can learn how to listen to those signs and signals, you're then going to take the steps forwards and the necessary action to achieve that outcome that you individually want despite what everyone else thinks is the best thing for you. And I think there's so much power in that. Yeah, I agree. And there's also the opposite side of it as well, which is your intuition can be like scream, can be like screaming no when you're doing something that doesn't feel good or isn't right for you. Um, <laughs> and people have even, you know, had examples of like, if you're if you're ignoring that the universe is going to figure out a way to like rip out the carpet from underneath you (laughs) to like get you moving and get you moving away from it and you know a classic example is like if someone isn't looking after themselves isn't resting and then you know it takes like a health scare for them to go oh shit like I actually I need to change my life I need to make different decisions and you don't have to wait till you're there you don't have to wait till like your intuition is screaming no and like it's Mm. gonna make something happen to to make you stop you can also trust it in the moment when it's giving you that more subtle like the subtle warning signs the subtle red flags that's like oh this isn't right we should you know we there's something more out there for us because you could have easily got a nine to five or like mm-hmm. you know stayed stayed in Melbourne or you know done any of those things that you might have felt like you should quote unquote should do and I'm sure if you did that and you ignored your gut you probably would have had certain things happening because your intuition is like no don't do that <laughs> this isn't for us we need 
you know, we need to, we need to do something different. We need to do something else. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And your body will forever whisper at you before it screams. Yeah. So don't wait till it's screaming. (laughs) Or if it is screaming, that's okay. Mm -hmm. Because you can still change your life. Like you, you get, you still get to decide something new. Yeah. It's never too late. So what would you say are some of the most common myths that you actually hear around manifestation? Mm, love this. Um, so like obsession with thoughts, like I said, thoughts become things. Think positive. Think, you know, I mean, think thoughts that align with what you want. And on a simple level, like, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. that that's true but that's only one part of the puzzle because like I said you will have negative thoughts you will have days where something is happening in your life and your energy is off or you do feel sad and that creates so much shame and like I'm not doing it right and because I'm thinking negatively, I'm going to manifest negative results. And it, it people fall down this like spiral with that. And they also like gaslight themselves because they, they're like, no, like you're, you're crazy. You're doing it wrong. You need to be positive. You need to be positive. It's like the, you know, the spiritual bypassing thing that a lot of people might have heard of where you're bypassing life. Mm-hmm. to try to be perfect perfectly spiritual or you know always love and light and never having a human experience <laughs> of I'm really annoyed today or I'm really upset today or something's happening in my life today and I feel really crappy about it so I would say the a big myth is like you can experience that and still be worthy and still be manifesting and still be you know, creating amazing results for yourself. And the other part, like the next layer of that is like the deeper healing work. Because for some people, actually allowing themselves to feel grief and sadness and anger about something that happened in their childhood or about a trauma that they have, that's actually going to be more beneficial for their healing for their well-being and therefore for their life for their manifestations than no I need to be love and light Mm -hmm. and only think positive so I'd say that's a big um myth a misconception I think the other part as well is like it being all and this kind of goes on from the thoughts thing it being all about the mind Mm-hmm. right all about mindset and how you think when there's also a lot of magic in your body with manifestation and there's a big part of manifestation which is embodiment which is literally being in your body and being the living breathing embodiment of who you're becoming or the life you want to lead and that might be like showing up in your relationship or showing up to your well-being your health and fitness or whatever it might be as the version of you who is already living 
your dream life. And if we bypass the body and just go straight to purely the mind and what you're thinking, Mm -hmm. then we're missing out on this like magical, magical piece. Um, So I would say that's probably the biggest myth and misconception that that annoys me. (laughs) And fair enough, that's probably one that I hear so often as well is that that you know manifestation is just like you can think it and it and it it happens and you have to actually do still take action and do the work necessary to achieve whatever it, it is that you want to achieve it's not just like you start thinking about something and it falls in your lap and you're like oh my god mm-hmm. you know i suddenly now have all this money to afford this house like when you start manifesting you start just taking the action to then you know get the promotion that pays you more to have the money to buy the house whatever it is which i think is so cool i would also just love to know your opinions and thoughts around vision boards yes love that and i'll chat about that in a sec because i just wanted to piggyback Mm. off something you just said because it made me think of another misconception and this is usually a misconception that people have when they like criticize manifestation and I'll see it in like, you know, bro, like self-development stuff that, that like, say, you know, my boyfriend will have a personal development book and someone will be like, oh, manifestation is crap because X, Y, Z, because it's making a vision board and then expecting the car to show up on your drive and you need to actually take action. That's probably the, one of the biggest myths about manifestation is that it's passive and it's just weird like woo woo Mm -hmm. rituals that you do and then you're like you're convincing yourself that all of a sudden you're going to have all this money or you're going to have this dream car or whatever it might be and that couldn't be further from the truth because of that embodiment how you show up to your life is your energy is creating those results and part of that is taking action because the version of you who runs that dream business or lives in that dream home or lives in that place they have taken action to get there they are taking action to maintain that life so that's a big pet peeve of mine because people use it as a way to like discredit manifestation and be like see it's crap like it doesn't work but they're only looking at the surface level of like some tool that they might have seen on being touted on like TikTok or like the secret or whatever so with vision boards I love them I'm looking at mine now (laughs) (laughs) for me a vision board is like a physical representation of my vision and what I want for my life and Mm -hmm. it makes me feel a certain way when I look at it because I find it expansive especially if you're someone who is visual to Mm -hmm. see images and symbols and words and pictures that represent things that make you go oh my god like I'm excited that's my that's my dream car or that's this or that's that and so as with everything it's a tool yeah you know it's one tool in a giant toolkit that could work really well for you Mm -hmm. and the important thing is to do the things that make you feel good that boost your energy 
And so I love vision boards. I don't think they're like a, a secret magic pill. I also don't think that every single person needs to do it in order to manifest. But anything that's gonna anything that's gonna help you feel the feelings of having it and of living that life, like go for it in my book, whatever it is. And vision mm-hmm. boards could be one of them. And it's just fun. It's fun yeah. to do. Oh, I agree. And I also think there's such a good reflection piece to have as well, because when you look at it and like you might even look at a vision board that you created last year or the year before and you're like oh my goodness like I've actually achieved x y and z on this like isn't that so cool because I definitely again think it's so common that we forget some of like the goals that we've had or the things that we've wanted to manifest because you've just been living it for so long now so even just having that visual reminder that you have actually achieved things that you wanted to achieve is so cool yeah yeah I agree I love that now I have some quick fire questions for you. Are you ready? Yes, go. What is one thing you must do every morning to set your day up? Hold on my dog. Love it. So good. What is one thing that Simple. everyone can do every day to improve their life? Be grateful and be present. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite quote and why? I cannot think of one off the, the top of my head. <laughs> um, one that comes to mind actually mm-hmm. is clarity comes from action, not thought. And I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. it's Marie Folio. Um, and for me, that always reminds me to to when I'm stu- when I feel stuck, when I feel like I can't see a path forward the only thing I need to do is take the next step and trust that I'm guided to the next step and I know what to do next and the path will unfold from there but if I'm sat around thinking and generally it's overthinking I'm not actually going to get the clarity I'm looking for I need to get in the arena and like just give it a go yeah I love it I think that's so powerful now there is one question that I love to ask all my podcast guests and this is that in the distant future when you are looking back at your life what do you think will be your biggest achievement or one thing that you will be most proud of and this could be something that you've actually already achieved or it could also be something that you're hoping to do in the future oh I love this on a professional level I feel like I'll feel so proud of the amount of women I've impacted even now but I can't wait for whatever that level is going to be like at the end of my career at the end of my life that is something to be really proud of the impact I've created on a personal level I think it's something really simple and it's just the life I've created with my partner Mm. is so us and is so beautiful and for me like life is for living and the purpose of life is to really truly like love the people in your life and I think I'd be really proud of the life we've built together mm-hmm. and again it's like I'm I'm excited to see what that would entail as well you know in the next like 10 20 30 40 years together mm-hmm. Incredible. Anyway. <laughs> yeah that's amazing and you are like I know that you've impacted already like well over 300 
women's lives in helping them to you know reach their full potential and actually achieve what they want to achieve which is just crazy and amazing that you get to have that kind of impact it's incredible did you want to tell the audience what you have coming up if anything exciting for them and where the listeners can go to find you yeah definitely so you can find me on instagram and tiktok at cat underscore horrocks you can also find my website which is cathorrocks.com that will always have like all my programs how to work with me um some cool freebies on there I've got a 21 day journaling challenge which is really fun and just some some free goodies for you to to dig into including my podcast put yourself first Mm -hmm. and I would say that's the best place to go to discover everything in terms of what I've got on offer at the moment my a big focus for me this year is my one-to-one program which is really helping women like go to those depths that depth with their mindset and healing journey so that they can manifest the life of their dreams so I would say that's something I'm really excited to be to be talking about more at the moment I also have some group programs as well love it so many options yeah that's incredible well thank you so much Kat for coming on and sharing everything that you have with us it's really given such a key insight into manifesting and how it can work for so many women to impact their lives so it's been incredible thank you Thank you so much for having me. I've loved it. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Naked Wellness Podcast. I would absolutely love to connect with you. So just head over to my Instagram, which is KJ Wellness with three S's, and tell me your key takeaway from today's episode. I hope that you enjoy the rest of the day or the night whenever you are listening to this, and I will chat with you in the next episode very soon. Until then, you take care. Bye.